Hello, and welcome to another edition of the podcast. This is the voice of the prophet. This week's episode is entitled Dreams and Visions. What does God want us to understand about them? I would like to share something with you that I think just about all of us are familiar with, and that's dreams. Last week, within that one week, I had three different people call me concerning dreams that they had had. Obviously, each dream was different, and each one had a different meaning or explanation according to the dream itself. Now, some will say that they don't dream at all, while others will say just the opposite, that they dream all night, every night. Some dreams seem to be long, perhaps as long as hours, while others are extremely short and direct, whereas in actuality, dreams only last on the average of anywhere from just a few seconds up to 20 or 30 minutes. Some will say that they dream in black and white, while others will experience dreams in vivid colors. Personally, I always thought that everyone dreamed in color, but I will touch on colors in our dreams at a different time. Some believe in their dreams, while others feel that they have absolutely no meaning. So which one is right? Actually, they all are. We know that the Bible speaks of our sleeping visions from the time that Jacob saw the angels ascending and descending up and down the ladder to what some believe was a dream or vision that Paul had on the Isle of Patmos. So let's establish that dreams are real, and yes, our Father will use them to speak to us. These night visions can be surreal, while at the same time, some can be soothing and bring total peace to our lives. Yet, if we don't know or understand what our Father is ministering to us during these times of sleep, we can totally miss what he's speaking. We need to know and understand that there are so many things concerning these night visions that I will most probably never be able to cover everything concerning them in this podcast, no matter how many parts I might add to it. But let me start with some basics concerning dreams. Let's always remember and understand that no matter how we may feel personally about a matter, what really counts is what God says about it. And in spite of what we may feel in our minds or even what we may have been taught by others, even the so-called experts, we need to understand that while all dreams may not be pertinent or important, they are definitely dreams that God will give us in order to minister to our spirit man. Therefore, for this person and this podcast, let it be established that I definitely believe that some dreams have meanings and that some of them are given to us by God in order to lead, minister, and guide us to the necessary things that we might hear from him while awake. They are things that God wants to speak to us, and yet, because of various reasons, including the everyday busyness of life, we can miss them. Even when we have specific prayer times with the Father, there will still be things that, for whatever reason, he will wait until we are quiet and sedate in our sleep time in order to minister to us through these sleeping visions. However, in order to know what God is saying, and if it's really him, the dream, no matter how deep or vivid it may be, must line up with his word. 
So first, let's look at what God's word says about dreams. In Ecclesiastes 5 and 3, in the contemporary English version, it reads, if you keep thinking about something, you will dream about it. The New International Version for that same scripture reads, a dream comes when there are many cares. Now, I must be honest. If I were to go by this scripture, I would never pay attention to any of my dreams. However, we all know that it's not just thinking or caring about something that will cause an individual to dream about it, although that can and will happen. And yet, when reading this scripture, along with some of the other things in the book of Ecclesiastes, I must wonder where Solomon was at this point in his life. Nonetheless, we all know that worrying about certain things, going to sleep with particular matters on our minds can cause us to dream about them. But it's not just worrying about certain issues or thinking hard about them that can cause us to dream. Every individual needs to be aware of the effects various things can have on us while we sleep, and that's including our relationship with God. We should be careful as to how we prepare for sleep and what we allow to be a part of our sleep time. One of the things that I recommend highly is that one should never go to sleep with the television, radio, music, books, or anything else playing within earshot. They are those who sleep better or actually cannot sleep without what's called white noise, whatever that noise might be for them. In that case, Put a timer on your apparatus to turn it off within an hour or so of you going to sleep. When God speaks to us, he speaks to our spirit man, not in our hearts, minds, or feelings, but in and through our spirits. If we give precedence to our flesh, no matter how little, then that flesh rules over the spirit. If our spirit man is continually being bombarded or has not disconnected from the things that its flesh is giving deference to, such as radios, TVs, audiobooks, etc., those things will continue into one's sleep and be heard by that individual. Thus, rather than hearing the voice of God speaking to our spirit man in our dreams, we're hearing the things in the natural, which will definitely affect those night visions and in actuality, even our waking moments. What we hear during our sleep can, without us even realizing it, affect the decisions that we make during our waking hours. There was a time that I felt listening to TPN, Christian radio, sermons, or whatever else while I slept was beneficial to me. I felt it made me more spiritual, more holy. But even in those situations, it needs to be understood that none of those things should be given precedence over the Holy Ghost. None of them should be allowed to interfere at a time when or if our Father wants to speak to us. But again, why does God speak to us in dreams? We should realize that as stated earlier, Oftentimes during the day, we are so caught up in the duties and chores that we face until we don't always hear God's voice as he would like us to or as we need to. 
as a prophet, when I want to be sure of what our father is speaking to me, when I want to be sure that I'm hearing his voice, I will quiet myself in everything around me to hear him. As one who knows that he will speak to me through dreams, I make sure that my bedroom is in total quiet and darkness, so much so that I sleep with an eye mask and earplugs. I cannot begin to tell you the jokes and kiddings that I receive from family members and others about this habit, but they all know how important it is for me to be able to hear my father's voice at all times without the possibility that something else might be having an influence. And that includes the times that I'm asleep should he choose to speak to me in those moments. There is no way that I want to say that my father is saying something and then realized that it was the television or some sound that was going through my sleep that affected my dreams. Do I recommend that everyone sleep this way? Not at all, but it works for me. How we sleep is definitely important and it does have effects on what we see and experience during our REM times. I'll discuss more on that a little later. We need to be aware that there are specific reasons that we dream, so therefore we must be sure that as much as possible, we don't let anything in the natural interfere with them. There are some things that we will have no control over, such as certain medications that need to be taken at bedtime. However, know beforehand if these medications can or will cause deep dreams or even nightmares. Usually that type of information is on the medication label or should be told to you by your physician or pharmacist. Remember that as stated earlier, Solomon said in Ecclesiastes, much worry or thinking about a matter can cause you to dream about it. As I stated before, sleeping with different sounds can cause one to dream about things or even think that they're hearing certain things in their sleep. Eating certain foods can cause different dreams. Having sugar before going to bed can also cause nightmares as well as restless sleep. One thing that I recommend to parents is that they do not give their children sugary sweets before going to bed. It not only gets them hyped because of their sugar levels rising up, but it also can cause them restless sleep as well as nightmares. But as we all know, not every nightmare is caused by sugar. They are demonic dreams that come because of the enemy. These nightmares are purposed by the enemy to bring about fears, doubts, and insecurities. Constantly dreaming about the death of our loved ones, running from or fighting monsters, wars, and so forth should be carefully examined and taken to the Father in prayer. There are things in our dreams that will identify when they are of God or of the enemy. I must be honest. There have been dreams that our Father has given me that until I understood them, I had considered them as nightmares. However, after receiving full understanding of those dreams, I was able to accept them for what God truly wanted me to see. But even if we don't understand immediately, we should pray and definitely study, as in all dreams, if it lines up with the word of God. Is what you're dreaming according to our Father's word?
Let's understand that there are demonic dreams and some nightmares are definitely sent by the enemy. I believe in blessing my house. I know that my home is blessed and anointed. However, from time to time, if I'm excessively hearing unexplained, unidentifiable sounds, noises, creaks, etc., I will walk and pray throughout my home. There are times that it's absolutely nothing that I hear in the natural, but what I'm discerning in the spirit that will alert me as to what needs to be done. As I've shared with you in the past, my home is very old and I just had foundation work done. Yet, I am spiritually aware enough to know whether or not the creaks and groans of my home are from foundational settling or even if perhaps squirrels have gotten in the attic. But I'm also aware and can discern if it's something that's not natural. If for some reason there are excessive nightmares that you and your family are experiencing that cannot be attributed to any identifying natural factors, such as those stated earlier, then bless your family. Take authority and command everything that's not of God to leave you and your loved ones alone. As much as our homes and lives may be dedicated to the Father, every so often the enemy will try to strengthen itself enough to get a stronghold on us or our children. Demonic spirits will try to slither their filthy ways into our homes in order to come against us in the spirit realm so that its plots and plans against us will succeed. But please remember first and foremost that no weapon formed against us shall prosper and every tongue that rise against us we shall condemn for such is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and our righteousness is of him. Furthermore, we must remember that spirits don't occupy wood, cars, or even rooms, and etc. Even if there is something that has been dedicated to the enemy, spirits cannot occupy that object in spite of what's shown on television or even what we may read in books. Spirits not only need flesh, but it needs flesh that it can control. Remember when the demons left the man that Jesus commanded them to come out of and they asked if they could go into the swine, the pigs? Even though Jesus said yes, and they did, they still could not control them, which is why I believe that they ran down the bank into the water and died. The pigs being possessed by the demons had a definite factor in them dying. Pigs can swim. And normally, not only do they like water, but they need it. Under normal circumstances, the animals should have been able to survive in the water. However, the demons couldn't control the pigs, which indicates to us that demons need flesh with human thinking abilities that they can control. Demons do not control occupy, or dwell in things or animals. Demons might be represented by animals or objects in dreams or visions. But again, this is something that needs to be clarified as to what they represent in your dreams by God. Some objects may be purposed for demonic ceremonies and cults. They may be used to indicate demonic activities, but these will all be of human origin because, again, 
Demons can only occupy flesh. There are some things that will bring about or influence a demonic presence that some people may be more susceptible to than others. While I was a student in Bible college during Mardi Gras, we had to witness in the French quarters. For some weeks before this event, we had to fast and pray. This fasting and prayer was to be sure that our flesh was under subjection and that our spirit man would be strengthened during those times of temptation. Part of our training and instructions were to not allow our eyes to roam about looking at or entertaining the sights that one would expect to see during that season. We had already been warned and knew of the nudity and perversions that would be there. For some of us, it would be absolutely no problem. But for others, just one glance would be enough to cause them to continually battle against pornography and impure thoughts. We should be careful as to what we allow our eyes to see. Jesus himself said in Matthew 5, 29, And if thy right eye offend thee, pluck it out, and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish, and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. What our eyes see can definitely be brought into our dreams. So don't think that we can expect to fill our minds with unclean, impure things all day and then expect our dreams to remain pure. It won't happen. As stated in the beginning, there is so much concerning dreams that I would like to share and that we as followers of Christ need to be aware of. However, I knew that there would not be enough time in one segment for me to cover it all. Therefore, please join me next week for part two of Dreams and Visions. What does God want us to understand about them? Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of This is the Voice of the Prophet. I ask that each of you would share this podcast with others and always remember that it's available for listening on every podcast server and app. I continue to ask you for your support through your prayers. You can contact me through my email at amieagle at charter.net. That's A-M-I-T-E-E-A-G-L-E at charter.net. And through the Facebook post or Facebook messenger. Thank you again for your prayers and support. And may God bless each and every one of you.